This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. In today's challenging world, it's very easy to start feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed. If you're experiencing any of these feelings, BetterHelp is here for you. They offer licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you're matched with a therapist in as little as 48 hours. You can also request a new therapist at no additional charge at any time. Join the 3 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Holidays After Dark. That's BetterHelp.com slash Holidays After Dark. Hey everyone, welcome to Holidays After Dark, the podcast that explores the strange, unusual, and often forgotten sides of the mainstream holidays we all know and love. I'm your host, Kristen. We are well into June now, but believe it or not, the actual start of summer is just beginning tomorrow, June 21st. I don't know about where you live, but in my neck of the woods, it has felt like summer for weeks now, much to my dismay. One perk of now being well into the month of June is that it means we are getting very close to Christmas in July. Before we know it, Hallmark and multiple other channels will once again start including Christmas movies in their scheduled programming, and for a few weeks we can all feel the joy of Christmas again, even if it's 100 degrees and miserable outside. There aren't really any major U.S. holidays toward the end of June, so this episode is a little shorter than usual. However, the switching of spring to summer is a ritual that is celebrated and recognized by cultures all around the world. It's a time to celebrate the most bountiful season of the year, and historically, when people didn't have to worry about starving or freezing to death with ill-equipped shelters in harsh conditions. Even though those elements may not be at the forefront of our minds any longer, it is certainly still a time to feel grateful for fresh fruits, vegetables, being outside together, and all of the other delicious things the summer months have to offer. Let's take a look at the festivities that honor this warmer transitional time. According to the National Weather Service, the summer solstice occurs at the moment the Earth's tilt toward or from the sun is at a maximum. Therefore, on the day of the summer solstice, the sun appears at its highest elevation with a noontime position that changes very little for several days before and after the summer solstice. This solstice occurs when the sun is directly over the Tropic of Cancer. For every place north of the Tropic of Cancer, the sun is at its highest point in the sky, and this is the longest day of the year. As I mentioned, this year the summer solstice occurs on Wednesday, June 21st. After the solstice, the sun appears to reverse course and head back in the opposite direction. Of course, the sun itself is not moving. Instead, this change in position in the sky that we on Earth notice is caused by the tilt of Earth's axis as it orbits the sun, as well as the Earth's elliptical, rather than circular, orbit. The timing of the June solstice isn't based on a day on the calendar, but rather, it depends on when the sun reaches its northernmost point from the celestial equator. 
Because of this, the day of the solstice currently shifts between June 20th, 21st, and 22nd. For those who recognize pagan holidays, Letha, the name given to the Wiccan Sabbath celebrated at the time of the summer solstice, is an important time. It is the longest day and shortest night of the year, marking the pinnacle of the sun's power to fuel the growing season. From this point forward, the sun will set a little earlier each night until Yule, so we recognize and give thanks for its warmth while we still have it. As the sun reaches its highest point in the sky, the god is now in his full power and the goddess of earth is bringing forth the greatest abundance of the year. Crops are reaching their full maturity and forests are bursting with lush growth. In just a few weeks, the harvest season will begin. But for now, we pause to celebrate the manifestation of what was planted in the early weeks of spring. The warm sunlight is a welcome contrast to the cold and dark of winter, and we bask in its comforts. Ancient pagans celebrated the solstice with torchlight processions and giant bonfires to ritually strengthen the sun. Another tradition found among European cultures was centered on the need for balance between the elements of fire and water. To accomplish this, large wheels were set on fire and rolled downhill into creeks, rivers, or lakes, perhaps to ward off summertime drought. This is also a traditional time for gathering wild herbs for medicine and magic, as most are fully grown by midsummer and the power of this day is said to add to their benefits. To celebrate Letha, pagan altars are often decorated with summer flowers, herbs, and fruits, alongside colors such as yellow, green, and blue. At least one candle is kept lit throughout the day to honor the sun. Having an outdoor picnic and indulging in fresh fruits and vegetables is another great way to recognize this plentiful season and all it creates. In some countries, the time surrounding the summer solstice is a time to take a break from daily life and spend time with family and community. Sweden is very well known for its midsummer celebrations during the month of June, and it is a welcome occurrence for residents after making it through yet another long, dark Scandinavian winter. According to Sweden's Nordic Museum, midsummer celebrations originally evolved from a Christian holiday for John the Baptist, which took place on June 24th. In 1953, it was decided that midsummer should always fall on the Friday between June 20th and 26th, which is the longest day of the year. Although the modern type of midsummer celebration wasn't celebrated in pagan pre-Christian times, it's likely there were other ceremonies and celebrations held in dedication to the summer solstice. The iconic Maypole, which is at the center of traditional midsummer festivities, actually originated in Germany, most likely in the late 17th or 18th century. Some have claimed that the maypole is actually meant to be a phallic symbol and the celebration was meant to center around fertility, but this is just an unfounded rumor. The maypole is usually decorated with green garlands and flowers and is placed within a prominent space in town for people to dance around. Historically, midsummer was strongly connected to beliefs in magic. Some believe their plants were especially magical that night and that supernatural beings were at their most effective around this time, which made it a perfect time to collect healing plants and try to predict the future. 
For the actual midsummer event, friends and family often gather in the nearest park to enjoy a picnic. The maypole stands tall in the middle of the park and the festivities begin. It's customary to dance around the pole and sometimes the first dance is done by a troupe wearing traditional dress before everyone else is invited to join in. A long leisurely lunch is also customary at these events. For many Swedes, the midsummer lunch is the meal they look forward to the most, the same way us Americans look forward to Thanksgiving dinner. Some customary foods include salmon, new potatoes with dill, sour cream, and chives, and pickled herring. After the big meal, celebrations continue into the evening and night with drinks and outdoor games. One of the games involves collecting seven different flowers and putting them under your pillow on Midsummer's Eve. And if you do so, it is said that you'll dream about your true love. It would be a misdeed to celebrate the sun in summer solstice without also paying tribute to the incredible moon the month of June gives to us. June's full moon occurred on Saturday, June 3rd, and reached peak illumination at 11.43 p.m. Eastern Time here in the United States. Endearingly, this moon is referred to as the Strawberry Moon. The Strawberry Moon is typically the last full moon of the spring season, or sometimes the first of the summer. While strawberries are a reddish-pink color and are sort of round in shape, the origin of the name Strawberry Moon has nothing to do with the moon's hue or appearance. Although it is possible for a moon to appear red when it's close to the horizon due to light rays passing through the densest layer of the atmosphere, the name Strawberry Moon was coined by Native American Algonquin tribes from the northeastern United States, as well as other tribes, to mark the strawberry fruit coming to full ripeness in the month of June. Strawberries have a notoriously short season, so taking advantage of this time to indulge in some is essential. As flowers bloom and fruit ripens, June is a time of great abundance for many who relied on nature to feed and nourish them. According to Almanac.com, some ancient folklore associated with the June full moon state that a growing moon and a flowing tide make for lucky times to marry. The days following both the new and full moons are most likely to be rainy or stormy. And also, the activities of crabbing, shrimping, and clamming are supposedly the most lucrative when the moon is full. Besides the strawberry moon, according to NASA, an old European name for this moon is the mead or honeymoon. Mead is a drink created by fermenting honey mixed with water and sometimes fruits, spices, grains, or hops. In some countries, mead is referred to as honey wine. Some sources suggest that the time around the end of June was when honey was ready for harvesting, which made this the sweetest moon. And if the term honeymoon makes you think of the vacation many newly married couples take right after their wedding, it turns out there is likely a correlation between the two. The word honeymoon traces back to at least the 1500s in Europe. The tradition of calling the first month of marriage the honeymoon may be tied to this full moon because of the custom of marrying in June. After all, in most places, June is considered to be the heart of wedding season. On the night of the full moon earlier this month, it was absolutely gorgeous and the moon was shining bright in direct view of my living room window. 
Before placing my crystal in the moonlight to be recharged overnight, I took a few moments to really look at the moon, appreciate it, and manifest all the positive things I hope to experience over the next few months. I hope you got the chance to do the same. I always find it to be a very moving and calming experience. If you have any interesting holiday-related stories you'd like me to share in an episode this season, feel free to send them to me. Email Kristen at HolidaysAfterDark.com, direct message at Holidays Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, or find Holidays After Dark on Facebook. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss your dose of holiday darkness. A rate or review would also be greatly appreciated. Thank you to my sister Ashley for editing and producing the podcast. Today I will leave you with some lyrics from the song Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey. Think I'll miss you forever, like the stars miss the sun in the morning sky. Later's better than never, even if you're gone, I'm gonna drive. I got that summertime, summertime sadness. This episode is sponsored by Keen. Are you wondering what 2023 will have in store for you? Or maybe you're looking for love advice or to get a tarot card reading to give you some guidance on how you should proceed throughout the year? Well, look no further. Keen connects you with gifted psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers. All you have to do is create an account and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. Their readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. You also have the freedom to choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect with them via phone call or text. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Go to trykeen.com slash holidaysafterdark to save big on your first reading. That's T-R-Y-K-E-E-N dot com slash holidays after dark. Feel more confident about your future by trying Keen today.